0: If you like hearing stories of people in the rental industry, if you have question suggestions for future guests, or if you'd like to recommend someone for the podcast, let us know about it on Twitter, at Point of Rental, or email us at news at com. And if you really like hearing from people throughout the rental industry and their stories, you can find all of our interviews online at pointofrental.com porch. Welcome to The Front Porch, with Brian Beaudry, Thank you, Daryl, for joining us on the front porch. Um, Let's start off with asking you who you are, where you're from,
1: and what do you do? I'm Daryl from Tents for Rent, live in southeastern Pennsylvania, and I'm the sales team leader there at Tents for Rent. Cool. Now tell me about your favorite sandwich. My favorite sandwich is a local favorite. It's a Lebanon bologna sandwich. It's a, it's a popular in Lancaster County. Okay. If you haven't ever had one, you definitely need to try it. I was
0: going to say, t- tell me about this sandwich. I'm interested in sandwiches I've never heard of. So
1: it would be, oh, it's, it's ground meat. There's some sweetener in it. I don't know much about how it's made, but I love eating it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, e- eat one of my good. lunch most every day. All right.
0: Did you grow up wanting to be a sales manager at a rental store?
1: I can't say specifically <laughs> a sales manager, but I've wanted to be a part of the tent business ever since I can remember. My dad bought the business a month before I was born, so you could say that was my destiny.
0: Okay, so it was like a birthday present slightly before you're born. It's Something like, like that. <laughs> Did you ever have any other jobs? Outside for of the better industry? or for worse, I worked three
1: weeks at another job, and I couldn't <laughs> wait to get back.
0: Wow, that was it's during the slow time in
1: the winter. So I they needed it. So I worked there for three weeks, and every day I hated it and wanted to come back.
0: D- did it give you? Did you build any skills at this other job that you just took back with you, or did it just basically re reaffirm the idea? No, I want uh, tents. We're we're staying here.
1: I don't know about any other skills so much, but yeah, appreciation for what I had for sure. Yeah. It was, you know, very much of the 8 to 5 grind uh, as an electrician and yeah, it was <laughs> I could definitely appreciate the the all the the you know, get to do something different every day as part of a yeah. part of a tech business.
0: So did those skills sometimes translate or is it just I did electrician?
1: Yeah, not work. really. I mean, basically I was the the new guy so they got me to do nothing that took any skills at all.
0: Okay. Yeah, you probably don't want a <laughs> Someone who doesn't know what they're doing to wire anything up.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we kind of know what got you into the rental industry, I guess.
1: Well, I, I would say just related to that, you know, you know, people say good and bad things about being in a family business, but mm-hmm. um, I just really appreciate uh, my dad doing that with me. It was, we built our relationship in a lot of ways around that. It's how we had time to talk. We worked together and we still do to this day and, you know while there are always bad days, for the most part, it's been really good. You know, I've learned a lot from him about the business, and now um, I, I kind of bring, a, you know, a newer, younger perspective. He's very passionate about the industry, the tent rental business that, in the industry, whereas I am a lot more focused on on the business side, the people side. I'm very passionate about that, so so it's, it, it makes a good synergy. I really appreciate that.
0: So when did you start uh, getting involved in the business? Obviously, I... I hope it wasn't from birth. I mean, <laughs> it he was did a have little a bit <laughs> past that, but
1: not too far not too far. You know, he would take me along and on you know, it was it was a very small business. It was him and a few other people. So mm-hmm. a lot of times him and I would go out and set up a small tent or, you know, Saturdays or after school or whatever. I remember getting up early before school started in the morning, go out and help load trucks for the day and then come in and, you know, go to school or whatever. So I, w- I was pretty involved from a, from a very young age. So do you
0: ever have to like still pitch in and do any of that stuff? Or Absolutely. Just, yeah. Or, you know,
1: we're a small family business and I get out and set up tents, not every day, of course, but yeah. now and again. What brought you guys
0: to point of rental?
1: In the late eighties, we first started using computers. That was, mm-hmm. you know, I was pretty young and I barely remember that. And we had sort of a customized software. There wasn't a lot that we knew of that was directly focused on rental. I mean, I guess you guys were around at that point, but we didn't know about it. Yeah, I mean, we had
0: like a couple people, so it would have been hard to hear from those.
1: Yeah, I know there was no Google search to find (laughs) all the rental software. And that worked pretty well for a while, but it didn't have any type of availability, sort of scheduling. So that was all a manual process. So we, partway through that, we went from paper to doing this in a spreadsheet and blocking out certain days for certain pieces of equipment. And then in the early 2000s, we switched to which was, you know, a huge leap forward from that, the availability is built in. And we were with them for about seven years and they were working on developing a cloud platform instead of, you know, kind of updating and which I suppose they're, they're doing now is what I understand. But as we were, like, we were sort of working with them to develop that and before we, you know, made that leap, someone said, "You know let's look around and see what else is out there, and we got a lot of good you know referrals for point of Rental. people who had it loved it uh we took we took a um took a look at it and made the switch about six years ago now and and we um we wouldn't do anything else we never regretted the switch
0: well well good I like to hear that um so how did implementation go i guess' Because I know sometimes it's it's tough to switch softwares. And get all your information from one system to another. How did how did the implementation go?
1: So that was pretty good overall. Um, you know, it's it's always a little bit of a bumpy road getting it all across. The customers came across beautifully. Um, our inventory was pretty good. The two things that were kind of a struggle were the actual contracts, mm-hmm. that didn't translate well. So we had to do some some manual work there. And the packages, the the you know, with the tent business, there's hundreds of packages with hundreds of items and so that was pretty much all a manual process again. So that, that took some time. Yeah. We did it in our downtime, so, was, so there wasn't a lot of orders right then, mm. and we had some time to do it. So you know, overall, uh, Lynn came and
0: helped us with the process. She, someone besides amazing. Earl. Wow. It's so great to hear someone who says, Lynn, or any, any of our other trainers came out to visit them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was Lynn, and she,
1: she was there, I think, for two or three
0: days and did a really good job. That's good. Did you guys take Lynn out and and do anything cool while she was visiting in Pennsylvania? We just kept
1: her nose to the (laughs) (laughs) grindstone. We just 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 kept her in the office. Yeah, so um, feel sorry for her, but yeah, (laughs) she she kept she worked long days and did the training and everything. So
0: version two thousand nineteen of Point of Rentals Expert and Elite products is available now, making the best rental software in the business even better. We've added new features like an equipment watch integration, fulfillment updates, and enhanced parts tracking. Overall, there are more than 100 enhancements in version 2019 designed to help your business run more smoothly. Upgrade your software today. The instructions are in Net Help. If you don't have Point of Rental yet, you can still see some of the new additions to the software. Just check out the Point of Rental blog or request a free demonstration at pointofrental.com. What was your favorite part of working in this rental industry? So, uh, you know, like I said, I've always wanted to be a
1: part of it. I, I really do enjoy uh, relating to customers, um, you know, helping people plan their events. Like one of the seminars, someone said today, oh, it was in the in the industry panel, I think, said, you know, people are happy when they're, you know, coming to us. And that's that's great, you know, making their event exceed their expectations. I'm kind of a computer geek, too, so I can enjoy delving into the data. I export it into Excel and Power BI and make all kinds of fancy reports that help us make decisions, so that's fun, too.
0: Can you name like a high point of working with a customer, like a time where you're just like, wow, that really encapsulates like why I'm in the rental industry and why I'm so happy to be doing 10Rental?
1: We've been asking customers to give us reviews lately, and that just just the the amount of positive like really positive reviews we get is just just amazing to make me it's not you know one occurrence but you know once or twice a week in a, in the busy season i get a review that's just absolutely glowing and they say that it was just incredible and that's always rewarding to see
0: is that something that you guys just implemented for like any particular reason other than Sometimes it's nice to hear all these nice things watching, It's for marketing. I mean, yeah.
1: we, want, we want to bring other customers in. That's the reason we did it. But the side benefit is for us, and, and we, I try to share them with all our people whenever we get them. Like, look, you know, people are really yeah. – it's easy to get kind of bogged down. And, you know, we, we seldom actually get out and see the events. So it's easy to, to not realize, you know, what an impact we're making. So I try to share that with everybody.
0: Did you ever get to stay for an event that was really awesome, that that stands out among all the other awesome ones? Because, you know, we don't want to say that the other ones weren't awesome.
1: Sure, sure. Um, there is one venue, a super high-end venue, that they pretty much want always, someone always to be there. And that's kind of my customer, so I usually get to go. So right. that's always kind of neat. It's a beautiful estate along the Delaware River. It's just the, the perfect setting. And, you know, anybody who has a wedding there probably spent $100,000 on their wedding so it's it's pretty cool.
0: So no pressure. You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. There uh, there was one time where it just poured down rain and uh, that that was
0: uh, at least that's something you can't control. So it's like, all right, that's they, not, they still had a good event, but it just yeah, made yeah. us, you know.
1: Well, you know, another one I think of, too, is where I was at the at the event, there was uh, a wedding where they had a, it was a big wedding for about 300 people in 2011 where we had a hurricane coming up the coast headed for the wedding and and a lot of people canceled events and whatever and while it was supposed to rain a lot it wasn't really a dangerous event as far as wind or any of that so we said yeah we're, we're good with you going forward with this you know and I was there they had gone all out they had put flooring down air conditioning the whole nine yards in the tent and then the night before, they said, "You know what? This rain is coming. We need." To... They added flooring a whole bunch more. Had to drive down to Washington D.C. to pick up flooring so we'd have oh. enough. Then they put up a hundred and some feet of walkway that night. I think the morning of the wedding, we were there finishing installing the floor, and and it absolutely just poured through the whole <laughs> wedding. It was so there was so much water running off of the driveway that it ran through the tent where the cocktails were, and just about the time that. They were leaving that tent, the floor, the plastic floor actually started to float because there was so much water running through the tent.
0: But it was as as people had already left, right?
1: Well, they were moving into the reception tent, which thankfully that one was okay. Okay. But oh, all in all, they 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 were the the family was excellent about it. They yeah. they loved it. They really and it went well. You know, there was obviously not exactly what yeah. they hoped for, but um, but it really went well. So that one kind of always stands makes out.
0: makes it a little one. more memorable too. You know?
1: Yep, I'll never forget that wedding.
0: You're not allowed to have everything go perfect at a wedding. For sure. Is there anything you ever bought that you didn't think anyone was going to rent? Like maybe someone.
1: Absolutely. So. Uh, the, the whole trend towards sailcloth tents, kind of the the nautical. I don't know if you're familiar. They're translucent. They leave lots of light through. They they're made, They look like they're made out of sailboat sails. And uh, this, uh, you know, I was like, this is a fad. It's going to go away. No one's going to want these, and we'll buy them and then never rent them. And my dad's like, yeah, we got around. Like, okay, fine. Rent and buy it if you want. I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. So we went through a whole year and we rented it like. I don't know, three times maybe, if that. And I said, "See, I said, you know, I didn't say it, thankfully, but I, I was thinking it for sure." <laughs> yeah. And then the next year, it just went crazy, and ever since, we've been buying more and renting them all the time. So, so,
0: you're, was... so your dad is a visionary, is what you're saying.
1: In some <laughs> ways, yeah, he he's a very conservative businessman, but that yeah. time he he nailed it on the head, and I was wrong. So,
0: <laughs> so how does that dynamic work? If if you disagree with your dad, is it like you get to make the final decision, or is it you guys come to consensus? consensus on most things or how does it work yeah
1: we certainly don't agree all the time but yeah yeah, i would say it works it works
0: really well most
1: of the time like he's still the the primary owner as you know he he gets the final word but he is he really very much respects my opinions and and there's a lot of times where it goes the other way where he says if you think that's the best thing we'll go with it you know we'll give it a try so it goes both ways but it works well
0: on the other side is there anything that you guys thought was going to be just super popular and it just sat there
1: uh, there's a few of those so we went way back when we first bought 80 foot wide tents mm-hmm. we bought them and it did not rent one time in a whole year and ever since really that for whatever reason that that has not been super popular we have 100 foot wide tents now they go but for whatever reason that middle number doesn't go well and
0: 80 just doesn't seem like a cool number
1: so, something like that. are already
0: that big, you got to go triple digits. You just... Something. Or
1: uh, gold shivari chairs. We found a good deal on those. Like, yeah, I think we could rent those, and they go out like five times <laughs> a year,
0: maybe. Spoilers. They're terrible,
1: but people that won't allow you to talk about the thing you just saw because you'll spoil it for them are also frustrating. Why, it's nearly impossible to have a conversation these days.
0: But you can talk to your Point of Rental software without worrying that it'll reveal key plot points to the movies or TV shows you haven't seen. Our software is physically
1: unable to talk, so even if it's seen the movie before, it'll never spoil a moment
0: or ask to stifle your excitement. When you need to talk, you can count on Point of Rental software. Yeah, It sounds like uh, communicating with your customers is very important and you guys do a good job of... uh letting them know what to expect so there's no surprises. Is that how, did you guys learn from bad experience or is that something where you kind of always knew that you just needed to keep people in the loop the whole way?
1: It's been, I don't know if I would say that there's a specific bad experience, but it's, it's been, you know, from the very beginning where, you know, we typed a new email every time to we kind of grew into some templates like that then we built the... Um, soft which which sends out those, and basically, occasionally it's times where okay, here's a bad situation that came up that we want to avoid in the future, but usually it's part of just making that customer experience as good as possible, making it as friction free as possible. We actually hired a a writer to to write a lot of those emails or, or fine tune what we already had because I'm terrible at that. We we don't have any good writers, <laughs> so <laughs> producing content is something that we at least got some help on.
0: Always oh, a good idea to bring bring someone in if you can't do it yourself. Um, what, what's one trait that successful leaders have in common, in your opinion?
1: I would say humility. If if a leader is all about themselves, they might be able to make a successful business, but it's never they're you know they don't have their people's trust. But if they're if they're about making the people around them succeed, they will succeed too. And it's, it's a win-win instead of a win-lose.
0: Have you ever used a fake accent or a fake name to call into phone support? Like maybe you were embarrassed because you like called like last week and you got an answer on this and you're like, uh,
1: I forgot. Nope, I, j- I just own my problems and they can go ahead. And I'm, I'm sure they've said some <laughs> unsavory things about me and all my problems that I've called in about. but I uh, okay. support people would not say them. mean
0: things about people.
1: I wouldn't blame them a bit if they had. <laughs>
0: Are are you? Are you ho- it sounds like you're hoping that they're saying something. No, I don't want like, that. But, I kind of uh, want to know. Is is it, it funny? As long as it's funny, it's okay.
1: <laughs> well, they've said that they appreciate me bringing the things to their opinion, <laughs> I, their attention. I, I wonder sometimes. But
0: what, what percentage of this is sarcasm, and what percent is genuine? So you can characterize your interactions in general with our support team.
1: Well, I've told a lot of people that Point of Reno has the best software support I've ever experienced, and and I'm, I mean that absolutely. There's a company right now, a few miles from us, buying point of rental software at my recommendation. So I, cool. that's what I told them.
0: So we have to talk to to Greg and Wayne about getting you a cut, or yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know how that works,
1: but it, there sh- there should be something there. I've been I've been working with them for probably about a year now. So the other the other day they came up and spent three hours in my office demoing and asking
0: questions. And is that something you guys do? a lot or is that just one of those things where if someone happens to connect with you
1: this is the first time i've ever done that i mean i've had people ask questions about it but this is the i I know the people in the rental company they're a tool rental company so and they're personal friends too so for a while i've been saying you know this if they've said yeah they need to do something different whenever i don't keep saying it and i think they're right on the cusp if not finally made the decision now so
0: are their personal friends due to like rental business or the Come out of the rental business, or did it no? Just it's to be it's like just
1: totally yeah. Friends, like I had gone to church with some of them, and my
0: wife knew some of them. So Super weird coincidence! It's like, what? You're in the rental business too?
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember when I discovered that. Like, really? You do rentals? <laughs> no
0: wonder we like each other. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to the conference before, haven't you? One time, yeah. When did you come here?
1: I think it was about four years, four or five years ago. Okay, I don't remember. I, was say, I don't year remember it
0: was. you. I've only been here three years, so. That would explain it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, why'd why'd you choose to come back?
1: So, we were—we always try to at least go to one sort of trade show each year. And some years, we—you know—our whole company goes to mainly the same one, the the Tent Show. Yeah, is one that we we always at least support somewhat. And this year, that one was a little further away, so not as many people went. And I said, I'd like to come to the Pointer Rental Show again. It's always. Cool. It's always good. I can uh, advance my you innovate ideas and give a little, put a little pressure on to get those done. And <laughs> do and some learn. campaigning
0: and with some of the people. Hey, hey, vote defi- for me,
1: definitely yeah. that's been done.
0: All right. <laughs>
1: Don't know if I should admit to that, but uh, I and think also, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, yeah, I took away a lot of good things, so I've, I've got a big long list. I'm going to have to edit down on the airplane. <laughs> well, good.
0: What song are you always excited to get stuck in your head?
1: You know, I've, I've gone from listening to music to listening to podcasts and audiobooks and education, trying to educate myself. So I don't know. I don't okay, what, what
0: podcast should we listen to? Because I have no idea what I'm doing. So what should I, what should I listen to to figure out what I'm doing?
1: Hmm. I like the Andy Stanley Leadership Podcast. Okay. That's a really good one. Uh, I'm into tech and kind of a geek. So the daily tech news show I always listen to pretty much all the time. Okay. Just hmm. those two. Right now, I'm listening to a book by Edward Snowden called The Permanent Record. It's okay. a fascinating book.
0: Can you tell us a little about it?
1: So, I don't know if you're familiar with Edward Snowden. He leaked all the revelations yeah. about the government spying on its citizens, and it's basically going through the his life, what led up to it, and he explains the struggle he went through. Like, do I do this? And do I, you know, he had to do it without telling his girlfriend, He'd leave the country, and, yeah. and kind of the internal struggle that he went through. and And kind of what brought him to that point. And it's it's really, really good. And it makes you think a little bit about, you know, should I be embracing technology quite as much as I am?
0: Yeah. It's so convenient. But do I want to give all this information away? Five important questions. Five important important questions. questions. Five important questions. Okay, let's get to the important questions. What would you say is your greatest success in life?
1: I have to say my wife and family, uh, been married for almost 14 years, have that's, that's three kids. The,
0: that's the PC answer. That's the, <laughs> you can't, In fairness, you can't say anything but your wife, in case your wife listens.
1: Right, <laughs> I'm sure she will. But I would say making a difference for people. Mm-hmm. I very much came into the business because I was passionate about the industry, mm-hmm. but to to now, to realize that it's it's about the people. And realize that my calling in life is to, to make a difference for people, whether that's my customers or even, to me, more, more importantly, my coworkers to make a difference. And if I can have done only that in my life, I'll feel like I succeeded.
0: Sounds pretty darn good. I'll let you give, go ahead and give a shout-out to the rest of your family since I interrupted Yes, so family.
1: I have uh, one boy and two girls, mm-hmm. and they're, um, one is just a few months old and eight and ten, so... Cool. They're a lot of fun. Keep us busy and homeschool them. So that's, a, that's so an exciting one.
0: Practice teaching, all right?
1: Yeah. Well, unfortunately, my wife does most of that. <laughs> I, I do. I do a little bit of it. We have a fun like life skills class. So that's all kinds of things that no one ever teaches in school. So, so, so I now you get that. to use the
0: electrician things. Well, yeah. No? I don't, I don't <laughs> know electric very well,
1: but but um, yeah. So that so that's a lot of fun. You know. And to really, you know, our goal is to really prepare them for life instead of just, you know, check off the boxes to have good grades or whatever. So it's been been a journey, but it's cool. It's rewarding.
0: If you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice for when you started your career, what would it be?
1: I think that thing about realizing that it's about the people. Mm -hmm. And you can have the best processes, you can have the best software, you can have the best technology, but until you have the people... If the people don't trust you, the best of everything else is going to fail. Yeah. And there's a book I'm trying to remember if it was Stephen Covey maybe that wrote called The Speed of Trust, sure. and talks about the efficiencies of people who trust each other versus versus the people who don't. And we were just in the dispatch training and I talked about it. somebody asked the question, "Do you trust your drivers?" And some people, "Yep, we do." Some people, would, "No, we don't." And maybe that's not all the owner's fault or manager's fault, no. but if you can trust your people, that is incredible. What you get from that, any effort it takes to get to that point is pays back multiple times. And we've been on a journey to move our company in that direction towards being trustworthy, everybody being trustworthy, and then being vulnerable enough to trust each other. Yeah. And, and now I feel like we're, we're getting that, that momentum, and I want to, make sure and invest the effort to keep doing that. That's good.
0: Yeah, that way you don't have to, you know, get the NSA involved and you know, start, <laughs> sure. start stalking your employees. What is the most embarrassing moment in your career? The most embarrassing
1: moment? Well, we had that had that rainstorm. Uh, that, that, But overall, overall, that actually wasn't too bad. I had to climb up on top of the tent and try to keep it from leaking in that time. <laughs> So uh, let's see. What else might be?
0: You're just on top of a tent in the rain?
1: Yep, in the pouring down rain like yep. five times. <laughs> uh, just let's... shouting, everything's okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, right? Oh, it, I, oh, yeah, I was looking at this question, trying to think of it. My wife reminded me. She was actually with me at this job site, and we set up one tent where we drove two stakes through a gas line and one through a water line, all at the <laughs> same t- at the same job site and the fire company came out i would say that was uh that was not <laughs> yeah. the peak of of my career
0: <laughs> wow you just took care of all of their stuff Ah, uh, wow unfortunately you've been sentenced to death because you severed a or you you punctured their water lines and their and their gas line um it, it's a pretty hardcore law now so you got to choose your last meal what do you what do you choose as your last meal so i'll
1: probably have lasagna Preferably made in a nice Italian restaurant. And mm. then I'll go traditional Lancaster County for the dessert, which is apple pie and ice cream. So,
0: apple Pie and ice cream is always a solid one. Do you, do you like the crumble top or do you like the, uh, the dough on top? It's got to be the dough on top. Okay. Vanilla ice cream, I'm guessing. Vanilla
1: ice cream, yep.
0: Okay. Good call. Do you, do you have a drink with this meal?
1: Probably not. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just have some water.
0: <laughs> All right. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be?
1: I think back to that, relationships, mm-hmm. learning to, to build relationships. That's something that I feel like I've made some progress on, but I still want to keep going on that. You know, I, I, would, I had to look up your name and your email, how many times to remember what your name is, it was literally. Yeah. I want to learn to remember people's names. I want to learn to do small talk, you know, build relationships. That's something that doesn't come naturally to me, so that's
0: what I want to I do better. So I'm terrible at it too. So it's great that we're doing a podcast and we're talking to each other even though we're both not as comfortable <laughs> actually talking with people. All right. If you could oh yeah, if you could change one thing about Point of Rental, what would it be?
1: Hmm. So I want Point of Rental to integrate with Infusion software email marketing <laughs> software. I've been begging for that.
0: So Is that what you're campaigning for?
1: I haven't had it. This is the first time I've restrained myself. I have a big long list, and I like knock them off one at a time, so as not to be too annoying in each seminar. So this is this is my plug for that one.
0: I, I thought you were just gonna go this one. It's not only to all the people here. You're just gonna it, go in person, but you're also gonna go on the podcast. And you're gonna be like, okay, everyone, vote for this. There you go.
1: So everybody listening, it's on Uninnovate, Vote for it. Everybody at Point of Rental, please do this. Perfect. We spend how many, how much time every day importing all the all the customers so that it stays up to date.
0: So tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you about. Hmm. Or something that you know is true, but everyone else doesn't think is true.
1: So I would say that technology is neither good nor bad. I'm a geek and 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 you know, years back I thought technology in itself was good and that you should embrace it all all the time. So maybe this is because I'm just reading this book that I'm thinking about this. <laughs> But I find that people tend to fall into two camps. There are, you know, the people who, oh, these things are terrible. iPhones are ruining our kids' minds. And then I find other people who, are, you know, like I was, that are just embracing it all without any thought. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's neither good nor bad. It's, it, they're tools. We can use them well or we can use them not well. And so I, I may maybe coming to this perfect balance in the middle where everyone else is on the left or right. Not really, but... Um, that, that's, that's what I feel. I find not many people agree with me on that, probably.
0: Well, I agree with you on that, but that kind of ruins the whole thing. Like, oh, no, you're <laughs> supposed to argue about it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I ruined this whole podcast. I'm sorry. Um, tell me a secret about the rental industry.
1: So I would say it's filled with entrepreneurs who are just burned out. They, are, <laughs> they love the industry. Mm-hmm. They don't know a lot about running a business. And they need to be educated on that. They need to learn to delegate, you know, train and delegate. And I would say that's a little bit where, you know, where my dad would be, he's passionate about the industry. And thankfully, you know, I think you know, the synergy with us two working together is perfect. Mm-hmm. And but there are way too many people who who don't have that. And I, you know, someone was telling me about these farmers that he knew. He said they just they love farming, they were making a great income, but they got stuck doing all the accounting and what they wanted to do is drive brand new john deers through the field that's what they loved it was a dad and like three sons working together Mm -hmm. but they they hated the the business yeah and he said pay somebody a lot of money to do your bookkeeping Mm -hmm. and he said it was really expensive to find someone to just do that part for them but they were happy again because they they learned this is not what we're good at yeah and i think if you know there's a lot of business owners. No secret the rental business is a lot of entrepreneurs who started their own business and, and they're just burning out running their business and it's not at all what they even enjoy anymore. So I think if they could if they could learn that, that would that would be huge.
0: So if you had to give advice to another person it would be learn to delegate and focus on what you enjoy doing, right? For sure. Cool. Thank you for joining us, Darrell. Is there anything else you'd like to add and, and say to people or no, I would
1: say, you know, to the team at Point of Rental, thanks for putting on the show. Thanks for the podcast. I, um, I'm excited to, to hear what that's going to bring. Listen to the other interviews. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. So keep up the good work. Cool. Um, as you have been amazed at how fast Point of Rental has grown and expanded. As know. have I. My goodness. <laughs> And, uh, you know, keep, keep up that focus on customer service that got you where you are. I know that, you know, scaling that I'm sure is incredibly difficult. I would love to talk to Wayne or anybody here about, you know, how that, how that works because how do you grow a business that fast and still continue to do that? And I would say keep doing that. Cool.
0: I'll, I'll connect you with Wayne. I, okay. I know where he works.
1: <laughs> Good. Sounds great. All right.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to you for joining. That is all.